I'm Ashley. And I'm Jasmine. And you're tuned in to Ham Radio Stranger Things Podcast. It's a a ham radio. The Cadillac of ham radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to yet another episode of Ham Radio as Stranger Things Podcast. We've got a great episode for you today as usual, but first, we have a little housekeeping to take care of, and I'm going to turn it over to Jasmine to let you know where you can find us on social media and where you can listen to the podcast. Thanks, Ashley. You can find us on Instagram at Ham Radio Media, all one word, on Twitter at Ham Throw, on YouTube at Ham Radio Media, or using our handle Ham Radio 1983. We also have a Discord you can join, which is linked in the description of this episode. If you have a fan theory or question you want to share, you can email us at hamradiomedia at gmail.com. Ashley also has a fanfic on AO3 entitled Stranger Things College, which is also linked in the description. The podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and much more. If you like the show, please consider leaving us a rating or review. We have a lot of totally tuber stuff coming up, so be sure to follow us on social media to keep up with the podcast and all of our new content. In this episode, and any hereafter in which we discuss behind-the-scenes content, we will only be discussing the content that the official Stranger Things social media accounts and or raw stuffer post. We will not be talking on our podcast of any set pics, leaks, etc. taken by the paparazzi. We understand that not everyone likes spoilers or leaks, including ourselves, so we will not be including anything unofficial in our discussion. Thank you for your understanding. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Ham Radio Podcast, a Stranger Things podcast, of course. And uh, today we're going to do our second filming um, update episode. And Jasmine and I, what we realized is, um, because it seems like they are going to be feeding us, you know, on a weekly basis, it seems like, um, you know, we've, we've kind of decided uh, to, instead of doing like a full-blown uh, bonus episode about filming, um, we're going to instead eventually start doing little, like little sound bites, like little 10, maybe 15 minute uh, little rundowns of uh, filming, like um, like what behind the scene con behind the scenes content uh, Raw Stuffer or the uh, Stranger Things accounts um, through the broadcast channel and Instagram shared. Um, we'll just be giving you guys a rundown uh, for that week, um, so that we're not having to cram all of these little goodies into like a bonus episode like each month. Um, of course. Um, for all filming updates on Stranger Things, um, unless you, other than hearing from the straight from the horse's mouth, um, you can, of course, follow us and we'll keep you up to date on that like good stuff. But if for whatever reason you are not on social media, um, this is what those little um, little uh, sound bites are for to inform you of uh, the latest behind the scenes uh, filming dumps and info and all that good stuff. Um, so that being said, we are going to dive right into uh, our uh, second filming update episode. Uh, but first, uh, we have um, some couple of things for some, from some listeners. Um, first is a, a question from a listener, uh, 
Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey wants to know, when do you think we'll get the first teaser uh, for Stranger Things Season 5? Um, Jasmine, you want to go first and answer Kelsey's question? Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe you maybe you remember, but by the time... So, I watched Stranger Things first time during the pandemic. You know. um, so, like... By the time we, my friend and I finished watching three, the teaser for season four was already out. So I don't really, you know, I don't have much memory or about when the, you know, when we would get teasers um, for the past seasons. So do you remember how far out from like back in seasons two and three um, or even four, like how far out from when we were, it was supposed to be released, we got the teaser because um, I feel like that would be a good indicator of of when we might get it but i i don't and have any i wasn't a fan back that far so do you remember how far out it was from the from the trailer and then from the the premiere well it's funny that you uh, say that jasmine because i actually didn't uh watch any of the trailers or teasers for stranger things until season four um i don't know if it's because i wasn't like really into that kind of stuff back then or because i was just so new to the show and and all that good stuff and I mean, really, by the time I actually got into Stranger Things, um, like a few months later came season three. So um, I don't have firsthand experience uh, with that. It is coming out, you know, in real time. But I did remember reading, and and this is, I think, on the the Wikipedia page for Stranger Things, um, that their first teaser, like, of it was a little clip or something of um, the rats running into the the abandoned warehouse or the abandoned steel, uh, the abandoned mill or whatever it was, Brimborn yeah, Steel Yeah, steel mill or something, yeah. Yeah, and uh, that was like in March 2018, um, but that's, uh, off the top of my head, that's what I all I can recall, but of course, I mean, we know like with marketing, they like to do uh, different things uh, each season, so I don't really think there is a, a true timetable that we could really uh, go on from seasons past, because, you know, with season two, I do know that with season two, um, they released a little 30-second teaser during the Super Bowl, but that ain't happening <laughs> Uh, in this case, I would be very surprised if that does, because the Super Bowl was like in two weeks, I believe. Um, I don't watch the NFL or the Super Bowl, but I know it's you know around February, something like that. Um, but if I had to take my best guess for in terms of just a teaser trailer, not like a full trailer, just like teaser. Um, I mean, maybe uh, to to dumb, maybe or maybe Stranger Things Day, maybe. Um, cause I don't see season five coming out before 2025. Um, but in terms of like, you know, them just being kind and, uh, dumping out like, you know, a little clip, something kind of like a sneak peek, like they did with season four, like a little, literally a 10 second, you know, flash through of little tiny bits of clips of season five, you know, that probably could come earlier, like maybe this summer. Um, I don't know, but I don't think it'll be, uh, anytime soon. Cause I mean, that stuff, you know, takes time for them to go through that. So yeah, I don't think they filmed enough. I mean, they've only done what, like 10 days of filming with the last update we got. Yeah. Finished yeah. 10 days. So they, they have definitely haven't filmed enough yet to be able to do that. Cause they, 
for a teacher, they kind of got like to pick the parts they want to show, you know? Um, so, and I'm expecting, I mean, something probably similar to what they did for season four, but you know, on a, on a more accelerated timeline. Um, so yeah, I'd say probably, probably the fall, I want to say, or maybe, maybe we'll get like a little teaser in the summer and then maybe a trailer in the fall. And then, you know, I think it also depends on the release date, you know, like we know it took them a full year to film the last season. And um, I know it took obviously less time to film seasons one and two. And it took, you know, kind of an in-between amount of time to film season three. So, um, you know, I think it also depends on when the release date's going to be. And, uh, you know, but I, I think based on what we do know, I think maybe, yeah, teaser this summer, trailer in the fall. And I think I would lean towards Stranger Things Day rather than Tadam because Tadam has let me down so many times i have no faith in tudam anymore um i will not be uh staking my claim with that um but i think uh I, yeah I, I could definitely see stranger things day and if they're gonna do it it's gonna be at the end of the day or it's gonna be midnight it's gonna be like you think it's done and then they're gonna do it just i just have yeah. a feeling that that's what they're gonna do because like exactly that's what they did for the first episode where everybody's like, that's it. And they're like, surprise. So they're yeah, definitely going to yeah. be like, oh, you thought you'd seen The Last of Us. Like, I, they're definitely, if they're going to do it, I think that's the way they would do it. Because if yeah. you come out of the gate with that, or even by like noontime, then everything after that is downhill. Like, you know, like nobody cares if there's been a trailer because they're too busy dissecting the trailer and talking to all their friends yeah. and being like, did you see this? What do you think this means? Um, so I definitely think it's exactly. going to be like last minute midnight drop for Stranger Things Day. Um, and I feel like if they were going to do something on a merchandising front, they'd probably, if they had enough stuff, just knowing how marketing and merchandising works, um, they'd probably want to have something out before Christmas, right? Because they'd want to mm -hmm. be able to, you know, put things into production or, you know, kind of not to spoil things, but, you know, if they were going to do something around the, do you know what I mean? Like they'd want to have at least something for people to work with or kind of tease what they might be doing. Mm -hmm. um, so I think also from a marketing standpoint, they'd also want to, uh, to get that out. So yeah, I, I think that, you know, I think summer and then fall probably is with what we now know, probably the most likely. Yeah, I agree. Um, that's kind of where I, I see it as well. Um, so we also uh, would like to give a shout out to uh, Todd, aka the Todd Father, uh, who was a guest on the Into the Upside Down podcast. Um, Todd uh, left us a comment uh, on Spotify on our first filming episode. Um, Todd says, great episode as always. Hoping to talk Stranger Things with y'all soon. Well, um, Todd, uh, if you're listening to this you know, reach out to us on Instagram or email us and let us know when you're available. We'd love to have, uh, have you come on and, um, and, uh, talk some stranger things. And I believe, because I, I listened to the episode that he was on with them and he also told us this, but I believe, um, Todd was actually an extra on season three of stranger things. I think he said, so, I you think, know, maybe, I think that's right. Yeah. That sounds yeah, right. Yeah. So maybe get him on here and ask him some filming questions. I think it'd be great. So Todd, yeah, if you're listening, hit us up. Let us know. We'd love to have you. Um, so uh, um, at the time of this recording, they have just finished their third week of filming uh, for season five. And, uh, you know, week two was actually, you know, there was quite a bit in week two, but actually week three, um, there wasn't that much. They, that they, uh, Ross Duffer or the Stranger Things broadcast channel, uh, posted, like, I think, um, the biggest things that they did in week three were the video of Quick Care Buono, and then 
they dumped some stuff on Friday um, at the school. And, you know, that was pretty much it. And, uh, but for week two, there were, there was quite, quite a bit. And there was, um, from not only from the official sources, but also from the unofficial sources as well that just took the internet by storm. And we're not going to talk about that. Uh, even though by now, um, it's already implanted into my brain, um, it is what it is, and it caused me to, uh, you know, have to uh, not unfollow some accounts, but mute, so I didn't see it, and uh, all that good stuff. Um, so, Jasmine, do you want to start us off with what happened on Wednesday, the 17th? For sure. Like, the week two uh, updates we got were, were pretty substantial. Um, so, on Wednesday, January 17th, we got a, a short video shared to the broadcast channel of a on a table, and there's a book called The High Voltage uh, Handbook. Um, and then we see other books that look to be, you know, sort of technical manuals. We see, you know, Coke cans and snacks. Um, so this appears to be some kind of like workstation. Um, and, you know, some of the big questions that came out of, you know, this video were, you know, what are they building? Um, you know, some people were theorizing it could be a generator or something to help stop Vecna. Um, other fans have commented that they're wondering if Mr. Clark could be involved because we didn't see him in season four, but they did have the actor who plays him do promo for one of the, I think the pop-ups. So it, there seems to be an indication that, oh, maybe they were going to include when they ran out of time. So, you know, could could this be the season where not only does, you know, Karen and the other parents find out, but could Mr. Clark find out what's really going on, you know? Um, and I kind of lean towards something to help stop Vecna or something more advanced than a generator because, you know, generator is something you could buy at the store. Do you know what I mean? Or could be brought in from the city. If they're, um, you know, also you don't need super high voltage. I mean, depending on the type of generator, but like to me, high voltage handbook, I'm like, to me, it kind of says they're they're building something bigger since we know Dustin has, you know, from somewhere camp has an inventor background and Mr. Clark is like a science teacher. He builds models. He's kind of an expert in a lot of those types of things. I, um, and also again, we know that Hopper was in the military. So I'm kind of wondering if, it's something along those lines, something more advanced or something you wouldn't, something they kind of have to jerry-rig that you wouldn't normally, that, like you wouldn't normally need, but they do need because of something they're trying to, you know, help save the world, you know? Um, so that's kind of where I'm leaning. Uh, Ashley, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I kind of lean that way as well. Um, you know, I think probably the obvious at this point would be a generator because, you know, that requires high, high voltage, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like well, we know the upside down um, and Vecna, uh, there's high amounts of energy down there. And I don't know, I feel like maybe perhaps because it's literally taking over the the natural world, uh, maybe it's skewing with the uh, um, frequencies like electricity and stuff within the Hawkins and maybe um, they're building some kind of, you know, large, larger radio tower or some kind of generator or something to to keep power going within the town. Um, but I mean, it's obviously it's some whatever it is, it's a survival tactic or something to used to stop Vecna, like you said. Yeah, for sure. And I'm super interested to see the scene where they're building whatever this is. Because I don't know about you, but I'm picturing kind of a, a, you know, like a building montage, you know, like, you know how we got scenes in like, um, or season, you know, season one and season two, you know, when they're trying to create the, um, the sensory deprivation bath for L or the whole thing with the magnets. 
um, or the thing at the mall where they're all kind of like, you know, working together to build something. Um, yeah, I yeah. always love those scenes. So that's that's kind of what I'm picturing. Um, do you want to talk about the stuff we got on uh, Friday the 19th? Yeah. So uh, I think probably the biggest thing we got was um, we got our first look at Mike Wheeler in season five. And, and oh, my gosh, I mean, I'm like, this is fantastic because I'm really digging Mike's new look um you know I, I really like him with the shorter hair and it's definitely is a callback to especially seasons one and two um uh, with that but I'm like I mean it looks like him from season one except he's now older and um I don't know it makes him look uh more mature and yeah I, I just I really liked it um and you know I'm, I'm like well obviously my mind adrifts to uh speculation um on why he cut his hair shorter i mean it could have been like he's trying to be in solidarity solidarity with 11 or maybe he cut it because you know he grew it out because of his uh, admiration of eddie and and now that eddie's uh, passed away um you know he cut it um yeah i mean the the possibilities are endless um but yeah i i really really digging uh the look for mike um but like i wonder like whose bedroom is he in um i uh, maybe dustin's i feel like this is probably mike's own bedroom i know we haven't really spent a whole lot of time in there but it kind of looks to me like it's mike's bedroom um i disagree though because there's clearly a computer behind him and considering he asked what's the internet and didn't know anything when Susie was there to the point she's looking at him like he's a complete moron to me that can't be his bedroom because Unless, like, do you know what I mean? Like, he seemed to know so little about computers and the internet um, that Susie was, like, reading him for filth that I'm like, I, I feel like it can't be his room because there's a computer box. Because yeah, unless that's and, something else, like... Yeah, and, you know, that bit about, um, you know, him not knowing what the internet was or asking if she could print print the, the stuff out for him. Um, I don't know if it was, like, they were just trying to be, like, you know, have him be funny there or if they forgot. But in season two, like, he knows what basic is. Um... And he's in well, the lab true. with Bob. That's true. So, um, you know, oh, I don't God, know. I mean, season again, four had so many logic issues. You know what I'm saying? I know. I know. Oh, I I'd mean, forgotten again, that, but you're right. Um, like, we haven't really spent a lot of time in his room, and we've never really seen, like... We've never seen that view. Like, we've um, seen towards the yeah, bed. But yeah. But you're right. Or, um... Yeah, so I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know. Um, could be a plot hole. Could be, could be Dustin's room. You know. Yeah, and too, like, um, like Dustin's room comes at like it's from a different angle in his house. Um, but I mean, it could be his. I don't know. Um, I was just really surprised that we got our first look at one of the the main characters, other than Steve, Robin, or Dustin. And, and I feel like the reason that they showed us this, um, was because of the stuff that had been leaked by the paparazzi like two days before and so they're like well the cat's kind of out of the bag now so let's just go ahead and do it um i don't know that for sure but that's my own uh theory um yeah i, I did wonder about that as, as, as well and just trying to figure out whose room this is i just noticed like i'm looking at the photos you're talking and there's a trophy behind him on the the shelf and i realize it looks very similar at least from what we can see of it to the trophy they're all pictured holding in season one from the science fair so i feel like if it's not mike's room it has to be somebody else from the party like it can't be wills so it's got to be if it's either mike's or it's got to be dustin's or it might be lucas's like i i know we saw lucas looking in the mirror in season two but correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think we we ever see the rest of lucas's room do we um 
Not to my knowledge. Okay. Um, so I wonder if maybe it's Lucas's because like, I don't know. It could be that too. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to theorize like whose room this is. I know. The curious case of the room. A Nancy Wheeler original. Yeah. For mystery. Real, for real. Yeah. For real. <laughs> um, yeah. But then we got uh, some stuff um, from the school uh, and a locker, um, mm. like some graffiti yeah we got some of the locker graffiti um which we actually came back to because originally i was thinking maybe it was eddie's old locker or it could be dustin's or mike's because it's got you know hellfire graffiti on it and i from the snapshot they originally showed us i thought it was like something that like a bullet had done you know like the way they did the the zombie boy stuff in season two um but then later on during week three of filming we got some more pictures that showed the inside of this locker and a post indicating asking if people thought it was mike or dustin um which and showing that the graffiti is actually on the inside of the locker which seems to imply it was done by one of the party members or somebody else from the hellfire club um so originally i was leaning towards it being like either eddie's old locker or dustin or mike's um but after what they showed us um i'm leaning toward it being mike's like unless that's a red herring do you know what i mean like because they said you know put this emoji if it's if you think it's mike's this emoji if you think it's dustin's but they're not actually confirming if it's either of theirs like we know it has to be somebody in hellfire but they're not the only hellfire club members so could be one of theirs red herring although personally Say if it is one of those, I lean towards um, Mike's because I feel like Dustin's locker would have way more stuff in it. Um, but that's the other reason I also lean towards it being a red herring because there was like almost nothing in the second pick we got. Like there's the graffiti and then there's like a few items in the locker, but there's not much in there. Um, and so like to me, it just feels like it's too empty to be a high school freshman's locker. You know what I mean? Um, so I do wonder if that's a bit of a red herring. Uh, to be honest yeah i mean i i do think it does belong to someone in the hellfire club because i think if it was um like graffiti from like a bully or or somebody like that they would have uh wrote stuff on the outside of the locker instead of the inside um and so um i don't know i mean i feel like because we know dustin is still wearing his hellfire club shirt that he's obviously not ashamed of that and um uh, you know he's proud to be in hellfire and he still loves the club not to say that mike doesn't but i'm just saying based off off of what we know so far from behind the scenes pics that they have shared like dustin still wears his hellfire club t-shirt so um i kind of lean still more... repping the brand he's still repping the brand yeah yeah i still i i lean more towards uh dustin for that yeah and i mean like it could be that we're missing something do you mean like maybe it's um maybe they're cleaning out their lockers you know like um i know when i was in school there was a day where they would have you like clean out your lockers like ahead of like spring break or something so maybe they Maybe, you know, maybe they're kind of empty because they had them clean them out over the before the break. Or maybe they're doing like a locker clean up day because so many students are evacuating. And so like they're consolidating um, lockers and sections of the school and classrooms. And, you know, like if they're, you know, taking a portion of it to be used for, you know, um, donations and, you know, to help people. Like it could just be something as simple as, okay, well, most of the stuff is missing from the locker because they've had to clean them out temporarily. Um, so like, it could just be something simple like that, or it could be like, they've taken the photo, like, you know, as they've put some stuff in there, but some stuff is missing because they don't want to show us like everything, you know? Cause like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, I have more thoughts on the, the school stuff, which we'll get to that um, later when we talk about the week three um, behind the scenes stuff. But then um, we got uh, some stuff of uh, Ross 
stuffer chilling in the Wheeler's basement. And it kind of made me wonder, like, are they doing this on soundstage? Are they actually um, in the Wheeler home? Because it, uh, or maybe like they're doing something, um, you know, with the void, like Eleven's void. And that's something that, um, you know, I, I sometimes forget, like, she has her powers back now. So I'm sure we'll be seeing more of her going into her void and stuff. Um, because this does not, the picture when I saw did not look like in the the actual house, the Wheeler house, because we know they actually film in that house. They don't, um, unless it's for Eleven's Void stuff, they don't um, do that on a soundstage. Um, so I kind of wonder if it's that. But also, um, like there was uh, some kind of large yellow fluffy thing in there. And we yeah, saw there's, a, it's across the, the, was the Lazy Boy. And I'm like, I'm not sure if it's a blanket, but I noticed that. I'm like, there's, it looks like, it looks like Big Bird's like tail or something. Like there's a big yellow fluffy thing in the corner. And I'm like, what is that? And I'm also like, if you look at the shelves, like someone in the family knits, I'm curious who that is. There's a creepy mask up there. And now that you've said that about the void, I hadn't thought of that, but like there are, I didn't get a clear look at this um, in season four, so I don't remember, but there's a bunch of um, drawings that look like appear to be wills that are taped to the walls behind the couch. And I, I'd have to go back and watch, but I, I wonder, like if you're right about it being the void or this being like a memory or something, I, I wonder if that's what it is just because like those appear to be older drawings of Will's from when they were a kid and like they were kids. And I'm like, Will is obviously, you know what I mean? Like he's he's painting full, full painting though. Do you know what I mean? Like, unless they've just never been updated, but like, I wonder if, cause that kind of looks more like it did in season one. Like, do you know what I mean? Now that you've said that, I'm kind of like this, like, this looks a bit more similar to the season one Mike Wheeler's basement, you know? Yeah. I mean, I didn't really uh, uh, think about that. I didn't even notice the yellow fluffy thing or the creepy mask, uh, to be honest <laughs> with you. And I just, I just kind of noticed how, how weird it looked and how it didn't look like it was a, the natural setup of the basement and looked like soundstage uh, stuff. Yeah. So I was like, maybe it's 11 is remote viewing uh, to find Mike or somebody um, right about in the, the basement. Floor, like the, cause now that you've said that I, I didn't catch that, but I'm like, now that you've said that, like, the table looks too far away, like the table in the foreground, the floor looks like it's coming together in like slatted, like concrete pieces. There seems to be a giant like beam at the top. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't look like like the ceiling's too low. Like, I think I think you might be right about this being a recreation on a soundstage for something they're filming, because the rest of the shot doesn't doesn't look like the house. It doesn't look like it's a house. It looks like um something on a stage. I, th I think you're right about that. Yeah, or it could be like something um of that the Wither House and the Upside Down. They just haven't added the vines and stuff to it. Um, I don't know. I just I just um I found that uh weird the way it was set up and stuff and um then after that uh ross's brother um we got something of him um i guess um uh, video some videoing something or taking a picture or doing something directional i would say yeah they appear to be in a basement and i thought the shot was very interesting because you know everybody had been speculating from the stuff we got before about the cheez-its and the poster and everything that people were like is it the lab is it murray's place is it robin's basement you know what is it and based on this photo if that's the same place we look like it is to me this kind of looks like it's the school basement you know like it's kind of the like the the boiler room or the like it's a it's a sub-level room at, at like the school 
or somewhere else like that because you have like old furniture and or maybe it's like a converted club room or something like you know older schools you have like okay well there's like a hierarchy in terms of like where the clubs like who gets the primo spot right and if it's a newer club or it has less seniority it tends to get a crappier spot so I feel like this photo is very revealing in that it appears that the previous photos were taken in this like school basement because um, it's kind of got like a silo structure to the bottom of it but it's definitely not a silo because um, it wouldn't have piping like that um, so I, I I felt like this photo was very revealing um, I mean unless they're at the lab but like I, I, I know it's giving school basement to me um, Ashley like what were your thoughts when you saw this picture um why well, I, I was really surprised to see that they showed this much of this location I mean it's, it's obviously a new location that we are part of a location that we've never seen before um but I feel like I kind of know where they where this they are in this picture but I don't really want to uh say that um because um it was part of something that I accidentally saw um scrolling while scrolling um through uh Twitter uh so I'm gonna leave that at that um but in terms of um in terms of official sources um you know I would just go with um, a basement that's what I'm gonna go with. it's definitely a basement so <laughs> I don't think it can be anything other than a basement. So <laughs> I have, now the bigger question is now, why are they there? Um, yes. Why are they in the basement? <laughs> why are um, they chilling in this basement? <laughs> yeah. Um, out of, you know, all the places, is it, you know, for shelter purposes um, or hideout purposes? Um, it kind of seems to me like maybe Hopper's cabin is not um sufficient or will or will not be sufficient enough um this season because we haven't i mean we know based on like what you know raw stuffer posted like what back in late november early december um that they were at hopper's cabin checking things out so i feel like at some point they're going to film there but right now they're not um so yeah it's uh it's very interesting stuff this was yeah. probably my Oh, sorry. Uh, but I was just going to say, like, finish my uh, statement by saying, like, uh, on on the 19th was probably my favorite so far of the stuff that they've posted. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it was on my faves, too. And, yeah, they definitely are filming at Hopper's Cabin. But I'm wondering if it's more of, like, two things. Like, you know, there were there were a lot of, like, when they filmed there in season three, there were a lot of people stuffed into that cabin. And we now know there's going to be more people. So I wonder if part of it's a space thing where they're going to try to use... The cabin is a home base and some like someone's gonna make a joke about like man there's way too many people in here this is a fire hazard like on top of that there's like a hole in the roof you know like that house needs a lot of structural work <laughs> um like they make it pretty clear at the end of season three that that thing has been like totaled and then when we see it in season four um like it's still totaled like it's got structural damage it needs new windows the roof needs to be repaired um like i wonder if it's kind of a oh yeah we're working on the cabin so we're hanging out here for now or this is just too many people to try and fit into this two-bedroom hunting cabin <laughs> um they may need to to relocate um so it could just be a practicality thing yeah yeah i feel like it is and and to that um it's actually, you know, kind of sad if you think about it because, um, you know, this is like the only true home that Eleven has ever had and um, for her to be uprooted from it again, um, it's, uh, you know, pretty sad. So Yeah, it is sad, but I, th I think, you know, it'll, by the end of the season, it'll turn around. I feel like, yeah, I also yeah. feel like, you know, 
they're going to fix the cabin up. And I mean, to me, the the, the, the long-term plan there, at least that makes sense to me, is they're going to fix the cabin up. They're going to live there. They might have to use something else as a home base. And then, like, they'll keep it as, like, a, you know, like a, like a summer cabin type thing. And then they'll buy a, or actually they'll get Owens to buy them, like, a new house in town that's nice and big and fancy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, make a better life for themselves like uh i feel like joyce and uh hopper are gonna be going after owens for the for the compensation uh pretty pretty hard like <laughs> uh owens is yeah. gonna be uh shelling at the big bucks on that one <laughs> i know i know restitution or something like that yeah <laughs> and like i wouldn't be surprised if he already has a fund for that just because he had to know by working with Brenner. He had to know, like, we don't know if he knew, presumably he didn't know the Hopper was alive, uh, but he knew that Joyce definitely was. So he had to know if they ever had to use Nina, that what the minute Joyce got back, you know, or the way the minute they reunited, like he had to know that they were going to come after him for that. So I wouldn't be surprised if Owens already has been like saving up some money. He's been doing some investing, you know, uh, <laughs> to prepare for that eventuality. I w- yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if he's, if he's already planned for that. Um, or I could also see a negotiation of, all right, we're going to get you your old job back. We're going to take out these bad guys. And then you're going to use that money. <laughs> to set everybody here up for life like i can i can also see see that happening um and i have to say one of the things i really enjoyed about uh seasons one and two was the whole hopper and joyce team up where like you know brenner and owens and all the other lab people are like trying to pull one over on them or try to be nice to them and they're just like not having it and they just like completely like you know go off on them i I personally very much enjoy that i think david and winona's acting in those scenes where there's there's something about like the controlled anger where they're like yeah i'm stupid absolutely not you think i'm just gonna help you go to hell like there's something i think that they just they act that so brilliantly it's what part of the way we fall in love with those characters and i think it's you know such a driving force in the first couple seasons so i'm i'm personally very excited for that i love those scenes um they're some of my favorites same yeah um and then we got uh we continue with the massive photo dump we got a photo of a bicycle at night on the hawkins high uh track field um i saw a lot of people commenting that it's uh it's very hearkening back to like the season one vibes which, I mean, season one is personally my favorite season, so I'm very excited um, about that. Um, and then we got a, a bumper sticker on what appears to be someone's dashboard saying, Repent, Haley's Comet is coming November 1985 to April 1986, um, which is funny. It, it strikes me as the kind of thing that like Robin might have on her car if she owned a car. Um, so I'm interested to know who's, who's, you know, whose car this is. If it's like something funny that Robin found that she put in Steve's car. Um, although I don't let, think he'd let somebody put a sticker on his bib. So I'm curious to know who's like, whose car are we in here? Because uh, it appears to be like the interior of the car. Um, like, I don't know if it's a joke or if um, they've gotten to somebody else's car that uh, believes that or is deeply religious or something. Um, I do think it's interesting because I know people have talked about there possibly being a time jump the fact that there's the sticker is here it seems to indicate that we are still where we were that like you know the we're at the end of march going into the beginning of april of 1986 um because if Haley's comment has not happened yet um or is about to happen that puts us um basically back where we were um so i find the kind of timeline information there uh very interesting um ashley did you have um any kind of uh, reactions to those two photos? Uh, yeah, I actually uh, had more of a reaction to the photo of the bicycle. And I can't believe there's not 
Um, <clears throat> you know, that many people talking about this one, uh, I think maybe perhaps if other stuff hadn't been, you know, posted by unofficial sources at this, like, on the same day, uh, maybe more people <laughs> would talk about it. Um, but uh, I found it very interesting because they're filming it at night, and I'm like, you know, are they going to the school check on something? Like, you know, what's happening there? And also, I think it's Mike's bike, uh, the one from season three. It looks like the one he rode to the mall in episode one of season three. Um, so, I mean, I'm I'm really curious um, as to, you know, what's going on there. In terms of the dashboard, all I could think of, like, really what stood out to me about that was how dirty the windshield was of that car. Um, but, yeah, I yeah, mean, Yeah, it's absolutely filthy, right? Yeah, like, but absolutely the, the bicycle one um, really stood out to, the most to me. Yeah, now that you've said that, I'm like, this can't be Steve, because Steve would never let his car feel. Now that you've said that. And it looks like, I don't know if that's, like, a hat or what that is on the on the dash, but I'm like, yeah, this has to be somebody else's car. So I'm really curious to know who's, whose car this is. And I'm, I'm also curious because I, I don't think we've ever gotten kind of behind the scenes picks in quite this way. If this stuff is going to be prominently featured in these episodes or if it's going to be the thing where like you're going to finish, we're going to finish watching the first few episodes. And, you know, when you and I sit down, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, where the heck was this stuff? Like it's going to go by so fast in the background, we're not even going to notice. You know, like, I'm really curious if this stuff is, like, important or if it's just, like, blip, there it goes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's probably just mostly for, you know, stuff like this with the bumper sticker. Um, I think a lot of it is, is mostly background stuff just to, you know, get us immersed into we're in the 80s. Um to help us feel like we're we've gone back in time to the 80s and stuff um i don't really think um you know anything's going to be zoomed in and you know now some of the stuff like like the poster the pink floyd poster i i do think has um you know some thematic uh um answers if you will uh, i know that's not the correct term but i do think that that stuff is kind of important um to give us little clues and stuff but yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I seriously doubt that they're going to show, give us a shot of this sticker unless it belongs to um, one of our characters. Yeah, I agree. And the only thing I could see it belonging to a character is if it's a joke. Do you know what I mean? Or somebody else yeah. put it there and they're like, I can't, or it's some kind of joke like, yeah, someone's put the sticker there as a joke and I can't get the sticker off. Because we've all had that happen, right? You did something as a joke one time and you can't get it off. Like my friend put a sticker on their record player like a while back and they went to move it because they decided they didn't like it there and realized it's it's just stuck there now so if it does if this car belongs to a main character um like for example maybe it's vicky's car or something i don't know if vicky drives but you know i, I could see it being a joke i can't see it being serious though. i can't see any of the characters if you're if you're willing to wade into the upside down i don't like i feel like that clashes with a religious belief that Haley's comet is coming and you need to repent like i feel like those things are a bit uh bit incongruent you know what i'm saying yeah i mean other than the fact that Haley's comet comes around every 50 years i mean that's the only, you know, thing that I could think of that would be like, you know, clue to solving the mystery um, or it's just, you know, maybe a sticker they just like. I, I, I don't know. Um, but then we also on the 19th got our first look at 11 um, from the back. Um, I mean, we know it was, you know, Sam beside Mike aka Finn Wolfhard, um, with, I believe, one of the Duffer brothers in front of them. Um, I mean, it's pretty obvious that it's, it, I mean, it looks like Millie Bobby Brown from the back, but she's wearing a beanie hat, obviously, to 
conceal um her hair um which again uh was more was leaked the same day of this and which was just very unfortunate for myself personally um but you know what's done is done jasmine but hopefully i I've stopped that in time um so that you know i won't be seeing anything else like that <laughs> but uh but yeah um i i did i did want to point out in this picture, though, of uh, Millie and Finn, and I believe Matt Duffer, who was in front of them. So he's wearing, Matt is wearing a hoodie on the back that says, Hell on Earth. And I think this is the tagline for season five. I mean, I, I don't see how it could not be. And so um, then uh, we also got a video uh, showing that they've uh, finished uh, 10 days of filming uh, by that point. Um, they had a little, um, they had a little, like, little jar that said like days of filming on it like they've obviously that was obviously um something that they ordered or someone ordered for them but they're dropping marbles into it and it made me think of the movie Oppenheimer which came out this past summer and if you haven't seen it I highly encourage you to go watch it it's now available to be streamed um it's really good it's three hours long so it's it's lengthy but um it's a good one um really enjoyed it um but anyway it you know them doing this reminded me of a scene in Oppenheimer spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it but when um Robert J. Oppenheimer and his team are going through like how many atoms that they're going to need and how much you know uh, radiation and all that they're going to need to build the first ever atomic bomb um this was the Manhattan Project um uh, Oppenheimer drops marbles like each day that they meet into a jar or a bowl, a huge bowl of how much of this um, the uranium and stuff that they've acquired to build the bomb. And this is what it reminded me of. So I, I thought, is there a possible nuclear energy connection to all this, like the upside down or what's fueling Henry um, as Vecna? Um, or is, I mean, I know that um, Brenner was utilizing LSD and other drugs like that in his program, but I mean, what if there's a mixture of, you know, nuclear something within that? Because that breaks, um, you know, breaks down cells and stuff and DNA and, um, you know, it could have been that. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but, or it could have just been a coincidence uh, or just maybe they watched the movie and just liked it. Um, what do you think, Jasmine? Yeah, I, I think both are a possibility. Um, yeah, I think both are a possibility. And uh, I, I do really like the marbles. I have to say, I think that's a cool way of, of counting how many days of filming. Um, although I feel like they're eventually going to need more than one bowl. Or a bigger bowl, because I mean, there's was a film for like a year, right? So I feel like they're gonna run out of marble space. Um, I know, I know, and I feel like maybe this was like a gift um, that someone you know got them, like maybe some of the crew or something, um, you know, gave them uh, when they started, and they're like, oh, well, you know, we can use this or something, you know, something cute like that. But I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, could could be, could be either. Um, or they could do a thing where, you know, they get to like how many marbles you can fit and then they start again, you know, and they count that way. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, could be that too. Um, and then we got another photo um, that showed uh, Nancy and Steve's cars plus a military jeep arriving on set on a flatbed truck. Um, so we uh, 
I mean, we knew this anyway, but we know that Nancy and Steve's cars will be uh, will be on set, and uh, we know there's going to be a military presence. So we, you know, I think we're going to probably see a lot of pictures like this, where like it's stuff that we already know. Like it's not a spoiler because it's like, well, we know that Nancy and Steve drive, and we know that they have cars, and we know we're going to see people in those cars, and we know there's going to be a military presence. So um, it's telling us stuff that we kind of already knew, but it's also always nice to see the props and uh, you know the vehicles and you know that stuff arriving on set. Um, it's always cool to, to see it um so we got that picture um did you have any other thoughts on that uh because those were all thoughts that you know i had uh no i didn't really um have many thoughts on the cars i thought it was cool that they were showing us mm-hmm. the cars um because i mean there's obviously going to be um i feel like at some point we're going to see it like we always do um outside of maybe last season but definitely in, in one two and three a team up between um the older teens and the younger now teens uh, at some point during the season. And, you know, maybe Steve's driving, you know, Robin, Vicky, um, maybe Jonathan and Nancy's got, you know, Mike, Dustin, Lucas, L uh, and they converge to meet up or maybe it's uh, because we know they were filming at the school as well. Maybe they're, they, you know, going to school or something. That That's all I, I really had about uh, the cars. Yeah, like I, I didn't have any deep thoughts, but the school pickup is a good thing because we know that Steve drives Robin to school. So presumably he's not going to drive Vicky as well. It could just be they're doing the pickup drop off and just making sure that like everyone's getting there safely. Nobody goes anywhere alone. I could see Nancy and Steve maybe teaming up in that way to be like, okay, let's make sure everybody uses the buddy system and nobody goes anywhere alone. And like, did everybody get to school today? Like, I feel like that's going to be of high priority now that they know, like, with what they now know is going on. Um, so I could, you know, I, I could definitely see that. And you have a good point here that they're going to need to use probably more than one vehicle to to transport everybody if they're going somewhere. Um, so, and it makes sense to use their cars to do that. So, um, yeah, that that makes sense, um, I think. And then for uh, then for week three, we got uh, more content. Um, so the uh, the first thing that we got on Wednesday, uh, January 24th, was a video of Cara Bueno, who plays Karen Wheeler, uh, filming for episode two. Um, it was uh, through the broadcast channel, and it was sent as like a transmission um, where she starts talking about, says she's there filming for episode two, starts talking about what Karen's about to do, and then it cuts out. Um, in the video, she's wearing what appears to be either a 70s-style jumpsuit or jacket, and her hair is really blonde and wavy, and it's a lot flatter, um, like it's a flatter, wavier style rather than a perm style that we've seen um, on last we saw on the show. I want to make it clear, I'm not implying her hair is flat, just compared to a perm, because she is gorgeous. Um, but uh, that's what we saw her in. And Ashley and I were debating kind of off camera as to whether or not this was her street clothes or whether she was in costume. Um, and I kind of settled on, you know, this, you know, I guess I think we both kind of came to the conclusion for us that uh, these are her street clothes. Um, as unless they're taking a time jump back to the 70s um, or such a massive time jump has happened that uh, her hair is no longer permed or feeling the effects of a perm. Um, it seems unlikely. And since we know 70s clothes are, are back in style, you know, here in the present day, um, we feel like that's more likely. Um, but uh, Ashley, do you have any other um, thoughts from what we talked about that uh, that you want to share? Um, uh, no, not really. I think you I think you've uh, you know just said it all there. Um... Uh, you know, I'll keep mine short. I think um, I think this was before she got uh, into character, so to speak, with hair and makeup. Um, but 
glad to see the Karen is officially coming back, even though we kind of knew that she was. Um, but I did want to, you know, touch on a little, you know, briefly, um, because I know, like, week three, we didn't get anything until Wednesday from them. And I know people um, on social media and stuff, they were really starting to freak out because they're like, oh my gosh, I mean, are they taking the week off? I mean, what's going on? I think it's important for us to remember that, um, you know, they're still filming, even though they don't, you know, they may not give us stuff every day of the week, but they're working. I mean, they're, I mean, they're working hard and, you know, sometimes they may not, you know, feel the urge to post uh, that much. And also we don't really know when the, all this, these pictures and stuff that they're post, they're posting were taken. I mean, who's to say they weren't all from uh, uh, week one and they're just now, you know, posting it and stuff. I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't know, uh, what their timetable is, uh, for a lot, but yeah, I mean, week three, the only thing, only, we only got stuff on Wednesday and Friday. And I think too, it's important to remember that there may be weeks throughout this filming period where we might not get anything for a week. Um, I think it's just, um, one of those things. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I'm definitely not one of those people who, who panics when we don't get things. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like some stuff they can't show us or they're just busy filming or like even for example, stuff we got this week, you know, like they had to edit the video that Kara Bruno did. Like they had to, um, they had to have her film it and then they had to put the transition part at the end so that took somebody had to edit that right so that takes time and then like they did such a massive photo dump on friday that clearly they had a bunch of content banked i don't believe they you know i don't think they did that on friday do you know what i mean like um you know for long time listeners would know that i work in communications and in social media professionally um so you don't like any big team you don't um and th- there are times when you definitely just post something um, if you have the like, ability or the authority to do so. But for most things, especially something like this, it's timed, it's planned. You think about what you, what you want to do or, you know, they take photos of stuff and they're like, hey, what about this? And then you you kind of um, publish it, you know, um, on a set schedule or, you know, whenever you, you know, you talk about it and you decide it's going to work best. So, um, I mean, they could be filming that day, but I kind of doubt it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think these are strategic drops. I think they are, there's a, there's a comms plan going on here. I don't think it's just random stuff that somebody got up one morning and decided to do. I mean, there, there is some element of that. I mean, the Duff Rose can just post stuff when they want to. And I think some of those posts are probably would fall into that category, but there's other stuff like the stuff we got this week. Um, that was definitely planned stuff. Like that was definitely their social team, um, and their comms team got together and decided on this. So I think that's also important for people to, um, uh, to to kind of realize and understand that it's not just if they're not, oh my God, they're not posting, you know, they're not filming. It's no, there's, there's a strategy to all of this. And if you want stuff to be successful, there's a whole strategy to how you post and what you post and what you do and making it successful. So it doesn't mean they're not filming. It just means that this stuff is, um, there's a strategy to it is what I'm saying. Um, so all this, you know, don't panic if you don't see anything, you know, um, that's just the nature of the beast. Um, but uh, I, I feel like with this stuff, it kind of rains, when it rains, it pours, you know what I mean? We'll get, we'll get nothing for a few days and then, um, which I kind of love. I kind of like not knowing, you know, when it's going to happen or, or what we're going to um, to get. And actually, I was just I was just thinking while you were talking um, about the comment you made earlier. We were talking about Mike and computers and the whole basic 
him knowing basic. That's the scene where I think, doesn't Art Hopper and Bob talking, like Mike recognizes it and he's like, well, can you teach it to me? And he's like, no, I can't teach you basic. It's an entire computer language. That's the scene, isn't it, from season two? When they're talking about basic at the at the lab when they're trying to get out, right? Yeah, so um, Hopper is, you know, he wants to, you know, do the, you know, open the stuff and, and um, uh, I can't, you know, not unless you know basic and he's like, I don't know what that means. And um, Mike says, it's a computer program, like script, basically. And that's when, um, you know, he's like, well, can you teach it me? And that's when Bob says that. Yeah, so you're right. I wonder if they, I don't know, I feel like the last what they said in season four was for comedic value, but didn't really make much sense. Like the whole dinner party scene or like Mike's react, Mike's behavior in California, like he straight up ignores when Will says things in his presence and then gets mad that he doesn't know what's going on later. Like, I feel like they went with comedic over logical in season four. So I, I don't know if they realized that until after the season came out. You know what I mean? Because now that you've said that, I'm like, that is kind of a big plot hole that he knows basic, like he, he, and he understands computer coding. <laughs> And he recognizes it and he understands computers, but he's claiming not to know what the internet is or that Susie can print something when they get to her house in California. Like that doesn't really make much sense. Like, and the fact that Will doesn't appear to know what's going on either, like that doesn't, now that you said that, I'm like, that literally makes no sense. Like, yeah, that's, that's kind of a plot hole. <laughs> yeah, well, I believe it's actually Jonathan that says, what's the internet? It's not... Okay, that would Mike. make more sense. All I can remember that some because the, the camera focuses on Susie and somebody behind her says, "What's the internet?" So to be fair, like, yeah, okay, I might. Okay, that makes more sense if I'm remembering it wrong. Like, okay, that would make more sense. That would make more sense because I thought it was Mike. But if it's Jonathan, that makes more sense because he's just kind of out of it all the time now. Yeah, and then uh, on Friday the twenty sixth, we got like basically all from the high school. We got, um, you know, some of them were actually a little like i guess snippets of stuff they posted like two weeks ago in the high school like one in the locker um but yeah we got a picture of a door that looks like uh for the environmental club or maybe a science class or something and then there was a poster advertising the computer club um there was a uh, one of some old Hawkins High yearbooks from uh, 1966 to 1985. And then there was a Hawkins High spirit poster, um, more of the locker with the poll question about uh, whose it could be, Mike's or Dustin's. Um, and then what appears to maybe be Lucas's locker or Jock's locker, because they put a, a poll on that as well and i personally think it's a jocks locker because i don't really i feel like lucas maybe doesn't identify with that crowd anymore um after what happened in season four and there's a picture of a deer in there i don't really know why well, that's lucas true i think there's a picture of a deer um, yeah so yeah true. i feel like it's i was you know, thinking lucas because the I was thinking Lucas because of the science textbook um, that's in there. Um, but you're right well, about yeah, the... Yeah, I mean, science is a required class. I suppose, yeah. Jasmine. It's a required reading. Um, but you you're have right to about the take deer. it. That's true. I, I thought about the deer, though. Yeah, Lucas would not have a picture of a deer in his locker. I feel like that's a red herring. Because I looked at it and said, oh, it's got to be Lucas. But now that you've said that, I'm like, why would he have a picture of a deer? There's Lucas is not a hunter. He does not like guns he doesn't like like he uses a wrist rocket you know what i mean like he he would not have a he would not have a picture of a deer you're right 
Oh my God. So that makes me wonder if the if they're saying Mike or Dustin is a total red herring too, like if it's another member of the Hellfire Club, because they're not the only members. I wonder if those are both red herrings. That would not surprise me now that you've said that. I wonder if they're both red herrings. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I mean, obviously they're not going to like, you know, show us anything that would give too much away. I mean, they are, I think, being very selective in what they choose to give us. So, you know, I think they're just having a little fun with it, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, that's the whole point of this, right? Like, good social media and good advertising, good promotion for a season is fun. It makes you, it makes you talk. It makes you think. It's supposed to be fun. So, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and some other things I noticed, I was like, yeah, right on. It looks like the environmental club apparently has club priority. Because they seem to be in like, you know, like a nice room with a door with stickers. <laughs> so like, yeah, somebody in that club was on student council because you don't get top billing in terms of where your club meets without it. Um, so like right on. We saw like the computer club posters. So I don't know, maybe they're, um, you know, maybe they're joining, some of the members are joining the computer club or, you know, or you know, like we, we talked about last time, the radio station theory. So maybe some of them joined the computer club or they're on the high school radio um, the station club, or it could just be that they're using some of these services. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I could see it kind of being like somebody being like, hey, we need access to this. And someone's like, oh, that we should have that at the school. Let's break in after hours and go use it as, mm-hmm. as they do pretty frequently. Um, like, I feel like that high school is a little bit too easy to break into. I mean, it is the 80s. Granted, it would not, I don't think it'd be that mm-hmm. easy today. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that's kind of what um, what stood out to me from uh, from what we got. Yeah, yeah, um, me as well. And that was pretty much it for um, the first three weeks. Um, you know, I'm uh, looking forward to what week four will bring, if anything. Uh, of course, make sure you're following us on socials if you're on social media to keep up with that. Um, or again, we will, you know, periodically be posting little sound bites of you know the week of filming uh with season five and just sharing what they um what they posted um but we um we did have a a email from a listener uh marcy who actually um emailed uh, not that long ago um to us but she was kind of following up and um just kind of talking about some of the behind the scenes um stuff that they've been posting and her email is um quote uh have you guys seen the stuff uh, ross posted today our first look at malevin can you believe it also i'd like to say thanks for not sharing leaks and set pics taking by um the paparazzi um i'm cool with the behind the scenes goodies coming from ross and stranger things uh but i um draw the line at the paparazzi um she kind of goes on to to say like about fan accounts uh reposting um paparazzi pics and and that stuff um um, Jasmine, do you have any thoughts about, you know, the, the paparazzi stuff? Um, if you, I mean, have you seen any of it or, or just what your, what are your thoughts in general about that? Yeah, I think you and I, um, are pretty much on the, uh, same page about this one. Um, and as always, you know, thank you to Marcy for the email. We always love hearing from you guys. Um, so please don't, don't be shy if you have something you'd like to share. Uh, we are always happy to, to hear your thoughts and to share them. Um, but yeah, I think you, you and I have talked about this quite a bit offline. I, I'm with you. I, I, I agree completely. I, you know, I've pretty much stopped looking at Twitter at all because of this. And I don't look at the 
our ham radio, like our Instagram, like our feed. I just go on there to post and to uh, look at the bonus, the official bonus content, the behind the scenes that we're getting, and that's it. Because I have seen a couple of things. Um, the paparazzi are clearly taken that I'm like, I didn't need to see that. Like, uh, there was one photo of, of Mike and there's some people behind him. And I'm like, I did not, that's an actual spoiler. I did not need to see that. I did not want to see that. I want to be surprised, right? Um, and it kind of reminded me, this was an official picture, but there was an official picture we got um, for season four of, it's the scene where um, the teens are at the Wheeler house and the cops are questioning them because they want to know where Nancy is. And I remember seeing that picture and being like, oh, God damn it, like they're going to be, like it looked like it was going to be like a super serious interrogation. Like I, I just hate that vibe. So this picture kind of gave me the same vibe, even though like that was official and this was a paparazzi. It was kind of gave me that vibe. I'm like, God, like I don't want to, like all the possibilities I could think of for why those people would be in that scene are not, do you know what I mean? Are not good. Like it's not something I'm going to enjoy watching. Um, In the end, the, the scene from season four turned out to be not that way. Like it turned out, like, I mean, the, the way the cops behaved was annoying, but like, you know what I mean? It turned out not to be like, it, it wasn't what it appeared to be, which was good. And I'm sure this is the same thing too. Um, but you know, I, that was the first case where I'm like, okay, I did, I did not want to see that. And then, uh, you know, there's been other stuff of what is clearly some drone footage of what appears to be Millie and Finn filming, which I'm like, you know what? I don't want to see that. Like, I don't want to, I like, I, if they've posted something officially, I want to see that, but I don't want to see other things. So for my part, I've just stopped looking at Twitter and I don't look at our feed anymore. Um, to be clear, we're still posting and interacting with fans. We're just not looking at like, at least I'm not looking at the feed because there are other fan accounts and podcast accounts that are reposting uh, spoilers and paparazzi pics and videos, which I don't want to see. I want to be surprised. And I know you want to be surprised too. Um, so that's, that's how I feel about it because it, it should be, it's like them showing some behind the scenes is one thing, um, but I, I, I want to be surprised. You know what I mean? I, I want to be, I want to be surprised. Yeah, me too. Especially because it's the final season. I mean, I know, I, I'll be honest with you, like season four, I did um, look at paparazzi stuff. Um, I think too, because I was so like new to everything. And it was the first time I really paid attention to the marketing stuff and all the filming and all that for season um but for season five i want i you know i didn't want to see all that uh this time around um and i'm usually you know i'm usually neutral when it comes to like set like if a paparazzi takes pictures of a set location i'm like okay i mean yeah it's a little spoiler but i mean it's just a set location um I'm going to let my theories run wild with me. I'm um, not, not that big a deal, but you know, when you, when you bring in the characters, like you, you mentioned the, the one of Mike and uh, some people uh, behind him, um, I'm like, that is definitely a spoiler um, for things to come. And I'm like, I really don't want to see that. And then, you know, you get into, like you said, the Mike 11 pictures, uh, definitely a spoiler. And then a video of all things, a video of it as well. And and I didn't even mean to see the video. Again, it popped up on my feed on my personal Instagram. And I'm like, that's when I was like, I have to, um, you know, mute some accounts that, you know, are sharing this stuff. I can't, and I have to stay off Twitter. I can't, you know, I can't do this. I don't, I don't want to see it because I remember scrolling through Twitter that day that, that video was posted and, and still now, last time I checked, people were still going crazy with trying to figure out what it is that Mike is saying in this video. And it's like, you're probably not going to be able to figure it out. Um, so, you know, you, 
like just calm down. And also like when you do those things, you set yourself up for disappointment when the, the scene will be in front of your eyes on the TV and it's nothing that you thought it was going to be, you know, and, and two, to follow that up, um, which even Brendan, who he loves leaks, he loves spoilers. Um, but even he, after he saw this, had to kind of draw the line and, and was talking about how egregious it was. In that same video, there's like more of that, and it's Millie Bobby Brown like wiping her eyes, and and Brendan was like, you know, you believe like people think that this is part of that scene they were filming, and he's like, you can definitely see like the cameras aren't rolling, and and he was talking about like that day when that was filmed, um, you. Know, he said, I heard it was really cold in Georgia that day. And I said, yeah, it was really cold and windy because we had just had a crazy storm come through the state, um, like crazy weather that week that overtook the whole state. And I was like, I mean, her eyes probably just got irritated from the cold wind, you know, and being out there for, you know, however long she was. I'm like, it's not a breakup scene or anything like that. You know what I mean? Um, just, just crazy things like that. And and I, I personally, I don't want to see that, you know? Yeah, like, I'm with you there. And also, like, you know, knowing that, it's like, yeah, your eyes get cold. If, if you live in a place that gets cold weather, um, you know, it's, it's very cold and snowy in Ottawa right now. Um, yeah, your eyes are going to tear up. Like, they were, you know, your, your eyes are going to get tear up. They're going to get irritated. And when you said that, like, before you started talking about the weather, my first thought was, oh, you know, like, it's probably emotional for them because this is the last time they're doing this. You know, it doesn't mean that that's what their character is doing. I mean, if it was cold out there, then yeah, that's definitely what it is. But there could also be scenes later on as they film or just stuff that's, you know, emotional for them as 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 people that, uh, you know, um, that, you know, people are going to tear up. They're going to have a human reaction because they're human. And this is a cast that's very close to one another. Many of them are, are very close friends in real life. Um, and I mean, like you said, like, you know, weather is a factor, you know, that's going to affect, um, you know, you know, if you wind up tearing up, how your face looks, if you're cold, you know what I mean? If you're too hot, um, you know, all that it's going to affect you. And um, something else that struck me about this season is, you know, knowing what we know going into it, there's definitely going to be scenes, um, you know, about um, Will's coming out and that whole storyline, which I'm sure will be very emotional for Noah and, you know, all the other cast members he's so close to. Um, based on where they decide to go with where they left off with the basketball team and Lucas there could be, and what happened to him and Erica, like there could potentially be things about race that come up. Like, that stuff's going to be very emotional for them to film. And also this is the last time they're doing this. So I think the other issue with paparazzi picks is people could read into things and it's got nothing to do with their characters. It's like, it was windy that day. They were cold. Or maybe it's something that hits them emotionally as a person because of who, you know, like for many of these actors, you know, it's not just something they're playing. This is a part of their, their real life and their real identity. And for other actors, it's not. So that stuff is always going to be emotional and they're professionals, but like they're also human beings and so I think a lot of times people read like read a lot into things um and I think we got to remember that you know they're not automatons they're people and they're filming in many cases outside in the weather so those are always going to be factors and um yeah I, I think that people kind of read too much into it and like I don't want to be spoiled I want to be surprised I know you do too so I uh yeah I'm 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 in total agreement with you on yeah, and, and again, because I've there, there's, you know, little tidbits I've already been, you know, spoiled um, by and mainly the Mike and Eleven thing, which, you know, sucks. But, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, they still have a long way to go in filming. So, I mean, there's plenty of things I can still shield my mind from. But, you know, guys, like, all we're saying is, 
um, just be careful what you, you, you pay attention to or what you see um, on social media or the internet. Because, you know, it might not really, um, you know, be really what you want to see, or maybe it might be too more than what you wanted to see. And and sometimes it's egregious and, you know, kind of ridiculous. And, you know, if you can cl- very, cl- uh, very quickly get that stuff into your head and it gets you going all directions and you start to believe it. And then by the time the season comes out and you watch it and you're going, wait, that is... Nothing like what such and such set pick or leak indicated. Um, like uh, like an example. Um, I remember season four there was a a confirmed leak. It was fake, but they, apparently this person who had news who had inside the inside scoop on season four said that there was going to be a Mike and Eleven um sex scene in season four. Um, very ridiculous. So. Yeah, I mean, just just be careful what you what you uh, you see on the internet, what you pay attention to on the internet or social media. That's why you know we don't want from our accounts, Ham Radio. You know, that's why we're not posting that kind of stuff because we don't. I mean, we understand like you know maybe we're not going to get ten thousand likes or followers if we don't stir the pot. But I mean, that's okay with us because we know that not everyone is into all that and is like us and wants to savor, you know, this this last filming of Stranger Things. And we're going to respect that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, to that point, there's definitely stuff that, you know, that people said was going to happen in season four that didn't wind up happening. Or, you know, there was red herrings, right? Like that, you know, where we were intentionally misled just to keep stuff a secret. Or it was thought to be something and it's like, oh, no, it's this other thing. Or, you know, like the, uh, like, you know, the leagues that you and I actually saw um you know that one where there's people walking behind mike you know it looks like it could be a big deal it could literally be he's just walking to class and they happen to be behind you know what i mean like it could be nothing right or like you know what i mean or Or whatever malevin was filming it could be it could be nothing do you know what i mean it could be nothing it could be inconsequential exactly you know it could just be they're walking to their places on set um I can't really tell if they were, if the cameras were actually rolling or not, but you know, we're going to find out. Yes, we, we are indeed going to find out. And uh, yeah, and if we, I guess the whole point is that we don't know what we don't know, right? We, yeah, like we, you know, it's until it comes out, we, we don't know what it's going to look like. We have, we know some stuff to be true and we know the general vibe, it seems. Um, and we know some stuff, but we, we don't know what we don't know. And I think it's good to keep, to keep it that way, you know? Um, I like to be surprised and we know a lot of you guys, our, our listeners and our fans, feel the same way we do and you know the reality is if you want to look up that stuff if you want to see it it's out there you can go look at it but we're gonna you know that's a boundary we've set and we're gonna respect that for uh for other people as well absolutely um jasmine do you have uh, anything else uh that you want to share with the people um anything like that um i think just kind of my final thoughts on the stuff we got on friday was i am consciously amazed in the best way at the level of detail that the crew puts in you know the props the set design um the hair the makeup the costuming like for this show is just next level it's so well done uh somebody commented in our discord server that you know the the photos of the hawkins high yearbooks um or most likely just set dressing. Like they could be something that, you know, the gang is using to solve a mystery or something, but there's a good chance too that it's just set dressing in the background. And the fact that there's like that level of detail is is incredible. Um, and that's something that, you know, from from season one has always stood out to me that they, I, I feel like since 
Stranger Things, you know, blew up as a show, there's so many copycat things, things that are like Stranger Things. And I think mm-hmm. that's great. Like it's, I, you know, I think, you know, setting things in the 80s and using that as a backdrop um, and more things like Stranger Things is is great. Um, but I've, you know, there's a quality to the level of time and effort you can tell and the care that the crew puts in um, for what's created um, to make it feel lived in um, that I just love. You know, like looking at every scene, like visually, is so beautiful and so interesting. And you could pause and stare at these stuff forever, you know? Um, like take away the special effects and it's still so beautiful and so interesting to look at. And I love what the sets feel lived in. Like there was a post I saw a while back about how it was talking about the screen movies and the clutter budget. And if you look at the original screen movies, the houses look like people live there and you look at the newer ones and it's like, no one lives in that house. There's a giant bowl of lemons on the counter and it looks like a mausoleum. And I love that from the beginning, like even though they didn't have, like their budget was smaller back then, they didn't think it would last more than a season. They still took the time to make these spaces look lived in and real. You know, like the buyer's house looks like a place people actually live. The wheeler's basement looks like a place people live. It looks like a high school. It looks like a middle school. Like these, these feel lived in. And I think that just contributes so much to... Um, to just the, the viewing experience and something I really love is that um, I think it was Natalia Dyer who said this but she was being interviewed about season four I think and she said that something that the the crew does is following season one um, they update their bedrooms and so when you get back on set instead of just being walking in and uh, telling you what's going on they let the 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 actors go in there like she gets to come back to Nancy's room and look through things and flip through stuff and see what she's been up to since Mm -hmm. she last played the character so they get to kind of discover and explore that you know like as they get in that helps them get into character to be like what has she been up to um I love that um yeah that's like a realness exactly I mean their their amount uh their attention to detail is impeccable um and and yeah, I mean, I know the Duffer Brothers have said like they've always, you know, they they always want this show to be as realistic as they can possibly get it. And I mean, they do that. Um, you know, the, the town of Hawkins feels like a real small town in a rural community out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it, it really does, um, you know, just by the looks of it and, you know, the way the people interact and all that, even down to the school um, and all that. And and. And to me, I mean, I, and it's, I think it is because, um, you know, these are supposed to be little, you know, eight hour movies and you can definitely tell like this is filmmaking and I encourage anyone out there who, if you have the means to do it, go to, go sign up for the, the masterclass that the Duffers did. Um, now that's mostly discussing like writing and how do you write a script and come up with, you know, ideas for show and you know with a pilot and stuff um but it's really is cool to get inside their heads of how they how they do things with the show uh hopefully one day they'll do one on directing that i think that would be really cool because i think the duffers are awesome directors and maybe um the cinematographer um and editor as well and get on there and and talk about how they work their magic but yeah i mean it's um the quality of stranger things even back in seasons one and two when the budget wasn't as nearly big as it is now um just just the the quality is just in my opinion there's i have not seen another television series that's out there currently that has even come close to that except maybe the boys 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it truly is a cultural pop cultural phenomenon and icon. Um, and uh, I mean, it's it's going to be missed. I, I really do think because I I think people out there will will try to emulate it. Um, but I don't think they'll ever be able to make a carbon copy of Stranger Things as good as it is. I definitely agree with that. I think even if these same people went on to do something else, I think it's kind of lightning in a bottle. You know, it's that yeah. magic. Um, that's they're just captured something there. Um, and I just, I, I just really love that. I feel like it's a show that really does treat what the crew does as an art form onto itself. And I, I feel like a lot of shows don't do that. Like, you know what I mean? They, they, you know, it's all about the actors. It's all about the writers. It's all about the show writers. And of course, like we don't know what the dynamic is, but it, it seems to me anyway that this is a show that you know a, deeply appreciates. You know, those in charge deeply appreciate all of the effort the crew puts in to make it look so realistic and to give them options and to you know um, so so many of the wonderful things like the costuming or the hair of the characters or just the vibe um, of you know certain places in Hawkins is from you know things that people in the crew came up with either as a joke or they thought it looked cool and you know them showing them those options to be like oh this is great we love this this looks wonderful on camera um that treats it as you know this stuff is art it is it is a form of art and i i think it's a show that really um appreciates that and treats it with the the level of respect it deserves um because you can definitely at least for me i can definitely tell the more media i watch shows that, that don't do that that you know, don't take that time and care or don't treat those things as the art that they truly are. But this show takes so much level of care with that. Um, and I think that also contributes, you know, as the show has gone on, you know, it takes more and more time to film and produce. And yes, I would love it sooner too. But I also appreciate that, like, I would much rather see a show where, you know, everyone is paid their due and people are treated with respect and, you know, everyone's got the time they needed to you know, do what they do best and make it look as good as it possibly can. Um, if that means we don't get the season as soon as we would all like, I, I would much prefer that. You know, I think the, the final yeah. product is is much better. Um, and this is a show that I think really shows that respect to everybody from like the crew to the art people to, you know, down to the actors. And um, you can definitely see it in the final product. And it really is lightning in a lot. I don't think we'll, I'm sure there'll be other great shows, but I don't know if anything, I feel like this is kind of like a one in a not a lifetime but you know kind of in a uh, you know you only have so many things that kind of capture um capture lightning in magic in in, in this way exactly i mean to me um the way i, I kind of describe stranger things to people is um is uh it's just a, a master class in storytelling directing uh cin cinematography filming and set design and special effects um the biggest ones being the first three um and i, I don't i think it's a generational type show i mean i it's a once in a generation type show and i don't think um you know we'll see you know anything of the likes of it um in the in the near future after it's um after it's over which you know it's kind of sad but I mean, again, we understand it. Like, um, uh, I was talking with Brendan's wife the other day, and and she's like, you know, I tell I told like Brendan we talk all the time and about it, and and she's like, you know, sometimes I wish, you know, this show could, you know, I feel like I wish it could just go on forever, and maybe, you know, they not do stuff all the time with the upside down and just, you know, have like little weekly episodes of seeing, you know, what they're doing this week, you know, and in the lives of these characters and and she's like he's like yeah but um you know if they did that it would become 
The Walking Dead eventually, and um, you know, all the main cast would eventually leave like they did. Um, because I know, like, if I know that if they were going to have a season six, like, I think they would kill Eleven off because I don't think Millie Bobby Brown would want to come back for a sixth season. Um, unless they were just like something within their contract said that you have to, um, you know, be here until the end of the series. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, all this stuff is fun looking at the filming, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's bittersweet. It's, um, it's a little emotional to think about getting into the end, but it's exciting at the same time. Um, but uh, that's all I have uh, for this episode. Um, as always, you know, follow us on social medias to keep up with um, filming updates and everything up with our show. Um, if you're not on social media, um, we'll, we'll try to have those sound bites out for you guys so you can uh, hear them for yourself uh, right here on the Ham Radio. Um, so with that, we're going to send you guys out and uh, we'll see you next time. See you all next time. And that's our show. If you like what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and tell your friends. Our theme music is provided by Neon Knights, and our sound editing is provided by Ashton Cooper. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ham Radio, a Stranger Things podcast. Please join us next time, same dial, same time. Over Over and out. out!